the book of James is, di is directed to Jewish Christians scattered among all the nations. James' teaching on works complements Paul's teaching on faith. Amen. You may have a seat. So we're talking about looking at ourselves and making necessary changes, making those changes that need to be made. So my subject today, and I know I've said it before, but I want to speak on it today. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. So we have to think about those things that, that need to be changed. And we have a tendency, even though we understand that, that it's crazy to want a different result when we keep doing the same thing. We find ourselves in that position a lot of times, doing the same thing, yet we expect a different result. So we're quick to tell someone else, you can't do that. But sometimes in our own lives, we will keep doing the same thing and then expecting something different to happen, and it doesn't work like that. If you keep doing the same thing, you'll keep getting the same results. Or worse. <laughs> so it says here that you have to be willing to listen and slow to speak. Have you ever had a conversation with someone and you thought you knew what they were going to say, so you went on with what you were going to say, and they'll say, that's not what I was going to say. But you quick to, you quick to speak because you already know. So you done jumped the gun. You talking about something way off and they're like, no, that's not where I was going with this. Or even worse, you go ahead and do something because you didn't listen and you went on and did something that was totally opposite of what was supposed to have been done. Why? Because you didn't listen. Um, Pastor Brown preached a, a sermon one time, said, listen, honey, listen. Stop talking and listen. Even when it's repeated, and I know when we're, especially when we're younger and our parents keep repeating the same thing, I done heard that before, yet you keep doing what you're doing. And the first thing they tell us is that, well, you couldn't have heard me because you keep doing the same thing. So as with the word of God, he has given us instructions on what to do and how to do, and yet sometimes we can find ourselves doing just the opposite. But then when someone starts to quote a scripture, we, we finish out the scripture. But we're not doing the scripture. So we have to be doers of the word and not hearers only. It's easy to sit there and just pretend to listen. We've talked about active listening. So in active listening, I'm understanding what you're saying. And even to the point that I can repeat back to you what you said. And that way you get clear instruction on what is to be done. So when we're so slow to speak, that means that even if it's something I've heard before, I stop and I listen because I probably missed something. That's why I'm going back through this one more time. So say it again, say it again. Now you have people that like to repeat their stories and especially their jokes. <laughs> and we just wait patiently and we laugh at the end. That's our cue, laugh again. So, oh, amen. <laughs> People got favorite jokes. <laughs> but it's good to listen. Just listen. You find out so much when you listen. And it happened to me by accident one day. Uh, April and LJ were younger, and they were looking at a TV show. I had set them down. I had to clean the kitchen. So I set them down to look at a movie while I was working. And so all I could do was hear the movie. I couldn't see the movie. And it was Mrs. Doubtfire. And they were just listening to the they were just looking at the movie. And I was in there uh, uh, washing dishes. And all of a sudden I heard cursing. I'm like, wait. 
I put that movie on where? And I know what I put on, so it shouldn't be all that going on. So I didn't hear anything for a while, and they just sitting there patiently looking at TV. And before I knew it, it was all kind of stuff going on. I said, wait a minute, because I was listening. I couldn't see it, but I was listening. And I was appalled at what I heard. But it's funny how when you're sitting there looking at something, you don't hear it. Even though you're looking, you don't hear it. But when the sense of sight is gone and all you have is hearing, you hear everything. So sometimes when we're in a dark place, just listen. Just listen. How clearly you hear the voice of God. I'm not trying to look at this and look at that and figure things out. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. And when I hear that it's time to move, that's when I move. When I hear be still, that's when I be still. We're talking about the, uh, the um, organization that Sister Vicki um, started about doing something good for someone else. And so I, I've been going on. I've been doing little things here and there, but I had an incident that happened at work where I had, um, I had been kind of taking over my job and someone else's and trying to do everything and all that. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm going on. And then the lady came back, and uh, I was taking care of some stuff for her and everything, and she came in and, in a sense, reprimanded me because I didn't let her know what was going on with a certain incident. I, and I've been ripping and running all this time while she's been off taking off here, taking off there, and doing this, that, and the other. And at first, <laughs> I was ready to go in with her. Okay, we're going to do this, or let's do this then. And she's telling me, and I'm telling her, and then all of a sudden I just said, okay, okay, okay. And I let her go on with it and say what she thought, and I said, okay, I understand what you're saying, okay. So when she left out, I still felt some kind of way, and I was just, I was just praying out, and I started praying about what I felt because it wouldn't have anything to do with her. I felt unappreciated. I felt like um, you just, you came in here and gonna, you know, you telling me what to do, da 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 you not even here. I'm taking care of your team. You ain't even here. And you have the gall to come in here with all that? And after a moment, I, le I left work and I went to the store and I was still thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? I refuse to let the devil use me. Because I could have went way up and out with it. And I said, I refuse, devil, to let you use me. I still feel some kind of way, but I refuse to let you use me. So when I was in the grocery store, I passed by some things that I knew she liked. And they weren't the cheapest things in the store, but I picked up one. I picked up one. And I kept walking, and I was just like, yeah, but I'm still like, you know, mm. she still kind of came at me crazy. And I passed by something else that I knew she liked, and it wasn't the cheapest thing, and the Lord had me to pick that up. And I said, okay, Lord, I get it. I'm going to be broke by the time I leave you. I get it, Lord. I get it. <laughs> so, but I was still determined at that point, I'm not going to let the devil use me. Because I'm here, I'm at that job for a purpose. And I'm not going to let the devil intervene. And if it's something that I need to change, then put me on the wheel and change me, Lord. And so as I kept walking to the store, I got more of a peace about it. I don't know if it was peace in my pocket or peace in my mind, but it all worked out. 
So the next day when I went to work, I put it in a bag and I and I went in there and she had that look on her face when I went in. And I went in there, hey, I said, I picked you up something yesterday. So I brought it and she opened up the bag and she was just like, oh my gosh, you know me, you know me. This is what I like. Oh my God, thank you so much. Gave me a big old hug and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, Lord, <laughs> okay, Lord. Then she came to my office later on talking and stuff. Make sure you get out of here on time today and all this kind of stuff. It took me closing my mouth, first of all, and stepping back and then listening to God. Because it could have turned out a whole nother way had I kept going, had I kept going. But I knew it was more than even what she came in there with. It was more than that. And then I'm getting in my feelings, so it's more than that. Now, you done, y'all done done all this for you and you. Come on now. Come on. So it pays us to stop talking and listen. You've got to listen. And when you see that there's a change that needs to be done in you, make that change. Make that change. It said that James' teaching on works complements Paul's teaching on faith. James 2, 17 and 18 says, it is the same with faith. If it is just faith and nothing more, if it doesn't do anything, it is dead. But someone might argue some people have faith and others have good works. My answer would be that you can't show me your faith if you don't do anything. But I will show you my faith by the good I do. My faith can be seen through my works. I have faith in God. I understand God. God's uh, anointing on my life. I understand that I'm here for a reason. I understand that it's not about me. When we get to the point that we understand that it's not about me, it's not about my feelings, it's not about my thoughts, it's not about me, it's about the work of God. It's all about him. We don't value our witness enough in God. Because when we get to the point that it's more for me to prove to you that I'm right and you're wrong, we're in a bad place. It's more about God. So if I got to look wrong, I'll look wrong. But I'm going to do the will of God. I'm not going to let the opportunity pass to show his love, to show his mercy, to show his grace. Someone said, don't you feel like she using you? She can't use me because I'm already being used. Occupied. I'm occupied. I'm already being used. He's using me. Nothing's going to happen that he doesn't allow. And if he allows it, he got full control. Full control. So we have to understand that. We have to keep that in our minds. And sometimes when we stop, when we get out of, out of, out of our uh, spirit man and start doing everything with this physical man and looking with these physical eyes, we can forget the whole spiritual side of things. Thinking that we're fighting against flesh and blood. Thinking that it's just that other person. Forgetting that there's a spirit man living on the inside of them and us. So who do you feed? The spirit man or just the man? We know from Thursday that we feed the man way too much. Way too much. And then it turns on us. Now you got to lay down. Now you got to sit with your, sit on your side, kind of sit on the side, kind of lean. Now you don't want to talk to nobody. Now you just want to lay down and just, just turn the light off. Why? Turn the light on. 
ready to get caught. I ate too much. I ate too much. Does our spirit man ever get like that? Well, you didn't eat what could even be considered near too much. Does our spirit man ever get to that point? Mine hadn't. Mine hadn't. I fed it. I fed it. I fed it. I fed it. But I ain't fed it where it's been even almost too much. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Listening. That helps. Listening to what's being said. So when your faith is able to show your works, what you do is going to show how much faith you have in God, where your faith has grown. Because when your faith has grown, your actions are going to grow. I was thinking about when uh, uh, Kendrick had started, like, playing once he had learned to kind of play or whatever, and then, like, different churches might ask him to come to play. I remember hearing a conversation between Brother Miller, and I think it was Leon. He was telling him about him, and he was saying that. uh, I remember one of them saying something about him uh, staying in the cuff, just staying right in the cuff. And the other one said, no, he don't stay in the cuff. He get out there. That means that he's not just keeping a beat. He's playing all the drums, the snare, the bass, all of them, the cymbals. He hitting all the stuff up there. So sometimes we start staying in the cuff because we don't trust God. Oh, I can believe him for a light bill all day, every day. I can believe him for that. I can believe him for that. Oh, I can believe him to go to work in the morning. Can I believe him to start my business? Get out the cuff now. You you didn't have the light bill paid month after month, so you can believe him for that. That's not a stretch. But can I believe him to start my business? Can I believe him to get something together for his glory? Can I believe him? Or do I just stay right there where I know, you know, like, okay, I done seen him do this before, so I'm going to stay right there. I'm going to stay right there where I know. Step out into the unknown. Do something that you've never done before. Because with God, it's all possible. It's all possible. And if you see yourself staying in the cuff, break out. Break out. Get out the box. Do something different. Do something different and trust God in it. He'll do just what he said he's going to do. You don't have to worry about him not showing up. You don't have to worry about him not doing his part. That's on you. That's on you. When you come through, you watch him shine through. All he needs is someone that's willing, someone that has faith. And if you see yourself wavering somewhere, when you look in that mirror, you talk to that man. You talk to him. Tell him, line up with what God's word says. Line up with what God says to do. Even your thinking. Make it line up with what God has. Keeping our minds stayed on him, and we'll be in perfect peace. Amen? When you know that there is a change that needs to be made in your life, how willing are you to make that change? So what do you think about making that change? If it's something that you know that you need to do, because then we start talking about time, sometimes money, energy, all of this that's going to have to go into making that change. So how willing are you to do it? How bad do you want the change to be made? I always say people do what people want to do because they'll go over and beyond if it's something that I want to do. If it's something that I want, okay, what I need to do? When it don't matter, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I'm determined. I've made up my mind to make whatever change that needs to be made. So in the stages of change, before you even think about it, that's pre-contemplation. Didn't even think about it, I needed to change. But now I'm in contemplation. I see that something is amiss. Something is not quite right. 
So maybe I need to change what I'm doing. Maybe I need to change the fact that I talk more than I listen. Maybe I need to change the fact that I start doing something and don't even know the full, the full extent of it. Maybe I need to change the fact that in my life I've always tried to go ahead and then I turn around and pray about it later after I found myself in a situation that I, I don't know my way out of. Now I want to pray. Not saying that it's ever too late to pray, but some things could be avoided if you pray first. Pray and listen first. And then obey the voice of God. You got to be ready to take a no as well as a yes. Or even a wait. Because wait doesn't mean no. Wait means wait. And once you get down the road, you may decide, mm, no. Once you wait and once you listen. Once you tune your ear to God, God's voice, once you're listening to him in your quiet time, in your praying time, I like to drive and talk to God. He's a good driver, too, because I can get thrown off sometimes. <laughs> he can drive. He can drive. Yes, his traveling grace. Yes. So is that your time that you listen? Have the radio on soft music where he's, he's, he's speaking to you even through that. You've got to be able to hear the voice of God. That's what's going to see you through. That's what's going to be your comfort. That's what your guide is, the voice of God leading you. You have to accept the behavior that needs to be changed. We can't start saying, well, it's this person. If they wouldn't have did that, then I wouldn't have. Because I could have easily said, if she wouldn't have came at me like she came at me, then I wouldn't have been feeling. Oh, yeah. Be responsible for yourself and your own feelings. Your own feelings. Why am I mad? Am I mad because it's true? Or am I mad because it's not true? Am I mad because it's true? Because if it's true, I need to speak with the man in the mirror. If I'm mad because it's not true, I don't have anything to be mad about because the truth is going to come forth. So I don't have to worry about anything. So you think about it. Why am I mad? Why am I upset about this? I'm feeling like I'm unappreciated. I did all of this, and then she comes to me telling me what I didn't do, what I should have done. And I already know it's more to her story than just that. I already know that. It's almost like, and we were kind of laughing about this um, on uh, yesterday, actually. Um, on this point, not funny. My mom had gotten sick, and she uh, was septic. And so she started, like, just talking, 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 saying all kinds of stuff. And for the most part, we knew, and so we kind of tried to roll with it and, you know, reason to a certain extent. But then we had one family member that didn't, that took it to heart. And I don't know if you've ever talked to anybody like that and tried to reason with them. There's no such animal. No such animal. And so when I'm talking to someone and I know that the problem isn't what just presents itself, then I know that I can't come at them like that because I know that there's an underlying issue. And so if you're listening when people talk, you will hear what is not being said. See, sometimes we hear what's being said, but we don't hear what's not being said. And I know that probably sounds a little off, but when people talk, I, I mainly tell you what I want you to know if it's about me. But sometimes the very thing that I lead out, that's the thing that's eating me. That's the thing that's hurting me. That's the thing that I most want to change.
but I hadn't gotten to a point to where I could just speak it, but I'm talking all around it. And if you're a good listener, if you're an active listener, you're catching that. You're catching that. And you may even come back and say, well, what about you said this, but what about that? But what about that? So how good a listener are you? Have you ever heard someone say something that they were not saying? Have you ever caught that? And then later you might come back and say, wait a minute, they said this, but they didn't say that. So now you got to go back. Now you got to go back. We don't always get that opportunity to go back, though. So you got to practice being a good listener. So if that's something that you need to change, own up to it. I haven't been a good listener. I need to listen better. I need to stop talking so much and listen more. All right, Brother Steve. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. The next thing is to find out what the word says about your situation and what is the best course of action to make the change that you need to make. There's nothing new under the sun, S-U-N. There's nothing new under the sun, S-O-N. So whatever situation you're going through, it's nothing new. Whatever thing that it is that you're feeling, there's nothing new. It's nothing that our Savior has not already been through and knows about. So when you take it to him in prayer and leave it there, he's right there. He's right there, ready to aid you, ready to carry you through this situation, ready to, for the Holy Spirit to be a comfort to you, even at that hour. But you have to allow it to be. You have to allow to yourself to be confident by the word of God. Amen by the songs of God, listening to it. Everything is not a foot stomping, hallelujah, jump and shout. Sometimes it's just a quiet conversation with the Lord where you're listening to the words, allowing it to take over and trusting in what they're saying, trusting in what the word of God says. We have to work on our trust factor, trusting God, believing in what his word says. And the last thing is to begin making changes one step at a time. So you built this monster, and now you're looking at, look at this. What a mess I made. So it's not going to be a blink of an eye to get it all fixed. Just like it wasn't a blink of an eye to, to do it like it is, get it all messed up. That was one thing after another after another that you did in order to get it there. And so now it's going to be one thing after another to clean it up. You can't get frustrated and discouraged because it's not all cleaned up just as soon as you get that epiphany that it all needs to be cleaned up. Now you want to blink and say, it ain't cleaned up yet. It's been two days. But you've been working on this for five years. <laughs> so two days down, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Keep working on it. Don't, don't give up. Be encouraged that the change that's going to be made is going to be made one step at a time. Amen? James 1, 23 and 24 says, um, Hearing God's teaching and doing nothing is like looking at your face in the mirror and doing nothing about what you see. You go away and immediately forget how bad you looked. We learn that responsibility has its rewards and irresponsibility has other less than desirable effects. In many ways, the difference between a child and a man is his willingness to take personal responsibility 
for his actions. As Paul says, when I became a man, I put away the ways of a childhood behind me. So it's saying that hearing the teaching of God, hearing the words of God, and doing nothing about it, it's like looking in the mirror and seeing that you look a mess and walking out that door anyway and going where you want to go. Soon as you turned around from that mirror, you forgot what you looked like. And you went about your way like nothing was wrong. So when you hear the word of God, when you read of the word of God, when you go about your way supposedly doing the word of God, if I hear what I need correction, I don't turn away and keep doing the same thing. I turn away and start working on doing something differently. I need to correct some things. I need to do some things differently. So I'm not going to walk away like I was perfect in the mirror and I'm going to walk away perfect. I was messed up in the mirror and I'm going to turn away and fix up with God's help. One step at a time. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 in the easy to read version says, Trust the Lord completely and don't depend on your own knowledge. With every step you take, think about what he wants. And he will help you go right that way. Peter 1, 5, and 8 says, Because you have these blessings, do all you can to add to your life these things, to your faith and goodness, to your goodness add knowledge, to your knowledge and self-control, to your self-control add patience, to your patience add devotion to God, to your devotion add kindness, toward your brothers and sisters in Christ, and to this kindness add love. If all these things are in, your, are in you and growing, you will never fail to be useful to God. You will produce the kind of fruit that should come from your knowledge of your Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So when you're making that change, this is one of the things that it was saying about making that change. When you have all the blessings, because even when we are not doing what we're supposed to do all the time, God is so faithful. When you wake up in the morning, that's showing the faithfulness of God. When you have the activities of your limb, that's showing the faithfulness of God. When you speak out, and even when you're not saying the right thing, you still have breath to speak. That's showing the patience and the faithfulness of God. He keeps on keeping you. Even when we don't deserve to be kept, God keeps on keeping us. A wise man realizes that it's no goodness of my own, but it's all about the mercy and the grace of God that I'm here, that I'm able to go on, that I'm able to make decisions about what I will and won't do. I remember being younger and my, my grandmother and I always said, well, I'll see you tomorrow if it's the Lord's will. Everything they say, if it's the Lord's will. If God say the same. And as I've gotten older, I understand. My plan is to do thus and so if it's the Lord's will. If God say the same. So you have to think about that. How many times we have made plans and then came back later, oh, Lord, is that all right? <laughs> came back later instead of asking first, amen? 
So when we look in that mirror and we see all of those things that we need to change, and then we start adding these things, because when you add these things to, the, to, to yourself, it makes you grow in God. It should reflect a growth in God. Michael Jackson wrote a song, Man in the Mirror. He said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. No message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make that change. No, 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 no. So he goes. <laughs> but I like that when I listened to that song, when I listened to the words of that song, I like that song. It's talking about if you want to make a change, if you want to see a change, let it start in you. I think the thing that we get tripped up on a lot of times is that once we see that a change needs to be made, and so we start making that change because everybody around us doesn't have the same vision or see the same thing, and they still doing what they're doing, and we're trying to make a change, so we're doing something different. We want everybody to jump on board. But just like it took you a minute to be able to see, it may take them a minute. So you may be what they need to see in order to make that change. So, oh, well, you, you're not doing it this way anymore. You're doing it different. Yeah, I found another way to do it. I'm doing it like this instead. And then they share it with somebody else. It's the same thing with our blessings from God. It's the same thing with walking with Jesus. Because your family and your friends are looking at you. They look at the way you handle things. They already know, ooh, don't, don't involve her because, whoo, that's going to be something else. But then when you start to change and you start to handle things differently, they may feel like they can come to you. Why? Because I've become an effective listener. So I'm not just hearing what you say and going to add fuel to the fire. Sometimes it's to tell someone, just be quiet. Just be quiet. Just pray about it. Just pray about it. So sometimes that's what we need to do. We can't just make that change and leave everybody else behind. We need to make the change because whatever change we make, it, it's not just for us. It may start with us, but it's not just for us. The things that have happened in our lives, one of our lessons was that it's the things that happened in your life, it was no incident or accident. It didn't just happen, and it didn't just happen to you because you're connected to so many other people and what you do affects them as well just everybody in this room I know everybody in this room knows at least 10 to 20 other people that are not here today so you have a connection with them so when you make a change when you do something different they're affected 20 other people are affected by what you do and then they're connected to other people so we quick to call about a sale we quick to call about a restaurant how quick are we to call about the word of God, about what we found out in the word of God, about what we're trying to do in the word of God, about moving forward, about having faith, about pushing on, about being encouraged in the word of God, about looking in the mirror. And no matter what you find, determine to go back and walk with God. Determine to lean and depend on him. Determine for the Holy Spirit to be that comfort you need while you make that transformation. Determined and willing, willing to make those changes, willing to let the world see, for God I live and for God I die. I don't know any other way. I don't want to know any other way. I want to walk with him for the rest of my life. You have to be determined about it. 
you have to go ahead and make that change. Amen? Amen. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Be willing to change. Amen.